Hi guys, welcome back to Table for One. Um, happy Saturday. Again, recording on the day it's coming out, but it's kind of created a nice activity for Saturday mornings, I guess. So I'm not mad about it. Um, as you can probably tell from the title this week, I'm talking about threes a crowd, but not on, I guess, like the actual meaning of the saying which is like three people's like an awkward number to have I don't know um but in that basically just three random things that aren't really connected but are on my mind that I want to chat about so I thought I'd make it like almost like a mini series within the podcast um so obviously this is episode one of or volume one I should say of three's a crowd so yeah um let me know if you like this format slash mini series because i just think it's like quite a cool way to incorporate things that maybe wouldn't elicit an an entire podcast episode to themselves but are things that i still want to chat about um so yeah anyway a little update about what's been going on first um because i know you all and that's what you're really here for i'm sure um I finished uni for the year on Thursday, so two days ago. I handed in my last assignment. I'm really lucky all of my papers, just by chance, honestly, were um, non-examined. So they were only internally assessed, if that makes sense. So I didn't have any exams. um, Because for Auckland Uni, exams started on Thursday and they run right through until like the 15th of November I think so literally all my friends and my flatmates are right in the throes of study um so I feel very lucky to not have that so I've got a bit of a break now before I start some of the things I'm doing over the summer um which is kind of nice although I do feel a little bit lost in some ways but I'll get more into that later um yeah otherwise so apart from doing uni stuff, I've been, well, what have I been doing? I mean, I feel like I've been listening to a lot of music, I guess, on like runs and walks. It's always good. I have been reading, actually. I've read some really good books recently. Um, I read Know My Name. My friend lent it to me. It is, as she says, a stunning book. It's, if you don't know about the um girl who was sexually assaulted on Stanford by one of the Stanford students it's like her book she writes it basically um about that whole experience and it's yeah like it's definitely very harrowing like it's pretty heavy but it's also I just think important is like the only word to describe it really like it's a very important book and she I think comes across so strong and like just graceful almost as well if that makes sense like um yeah so anyway that's a really good book I think it's one that one of those books where you finish it and like keep thinking about it which is always a good sign um just before that though I read The Seven Husbands of Evelyn Hugo I don't know if I talked about that on the last episode I can't remember if I'd finished it by then but I must have um such a good book I know you've probably all heard all about it all over the internet but definitely recommend that and any others by the same author taylor jenkins reed or like just such good reads really gripping like they're the books you don't want to put down 
Um, and then after that, I read one that my mum lent me called Redhead by the Side of the Road. And it's a really short book, like novel, and it's just really, it's actually really sweet. Like it's about this guy who's kind of a bit of a, I don't know, not like a loner, but um, like, yeah, I guess he's a bit socially awkward, like lives by himself, doesn't have a huge circle of friends. Um, and then like his girlfriend breaks up with him and a bunch of other things kind of happen that shake up his life a little bit and it makes him realize that he actually does want to like be happy and like not just live this monotonous robotic repetitive life um but you end up really feeling for him like yeah I feel like you feel very sympathetic or I did at least so yeah redhead by the side of the road that's quite good and then I'm currently reading where the crawdads sing which obviously was huge probably earlier this year like end of last year um I don't know why I never got around to it I think I thought it would be very like really old and historical but I do like historical novels I'm not I don't I think I just had this weird misconception or maybe I'd heard somewhere that it, like I'd read the synopsis and was like oh that doesn't sound that interesting but it's so good it's such a good book I'm only like maybe a quarter a fifth of the way through but I'm really liking that um so yeah I guess I've been doing a lot of reading given I just rambled about that for ages but today what I want to talk about my the three that are in my crowd today is Halloween skincare and the fact that I cannot relax so yeah let's just get right into it so number one the first of the crowd um Halloween just as a whole concept is honestly the older I get less and less interesting to me and I don't know if that just makes me like an old grouch but I and you know obviously when you're young and like going trick-or-treating was always quite fun but I feel like that was such a small period of life like it's not that many years whereas like, you know like Christmas you celebrate well I celebrate Christmas and if you do you probably celebrate it for like all your years um and then I think like the older I got I would be like oh okay god like I remember my parents were like okay I've got to make sure we've got like um, lollies for Halloween and then or like if you're trying to sort out a costume it was like um oh my god it's like you know the day before and you're having to like go get all these costumes and stuff I remember last year this time last year I was um nannying for these this family and I spent like a good two of the weeks I nannied for them like going to the um like arts and crafts shop like down the road and we'd like pick out different bits of the costume and like make different bits and this is like trying it on and then taking it off and like making adjustments and stuff it was a whole thing um and like it is kind of interesting because you're literally just dressing up to go and get lollies which like yeah I'm not saying like kids shouldn't do that and it is good of fun like I remember we used to always go with our neighbors um and that was always like a lot of fun but I feel like also in New Zealand, apart from trick-or-treating, we don't do a whole huge, like, all these haunted houses and, like, scary movies. Like, we've, like, taken some of the, I would say commercialization is the only word for it, really, that America has, but we don't take all of it. And then, I know there's also not, like, I feel like if you're in a really old 
historic place like maybe i don't know i feel like germany or um the uk where there's like castles and stuff you could that could be really cool because it's like actual there's maybe ghosts there yes i do believe in ghosts um but new zealand's kind of just like it's getting really warm so it also doesn't get dark for ages on halloween so you're like trick-or-treating and it's still light so it's like not really scary and then people don't go super all out so a lot of houses don't have any decorations and it's kind of like it's like a weird limbo or disconnect almost um yeah it's really interesting and i think now being older like i don't i'm trying to think like in first year i would have been in halls this first year of uni i'm trying to like think about if i like halloween parties because i haven't really been to any like in high school it was like the day halloween was like the day before our no it wasn't graduation maybe it was like the um the day before our last day of school or something it was in the middle of the week this just weird time and i wasn't um like old enough to go out when i was in my last year of high school so it was kind of some people did but not everyone and then also because it was like getting into exam season um in like the last few years when people actually do have like house parties not his people necessarily hosted um well it definitely wasn't as big as it is like like i said in the states or the uk i feel like um but i'm sure there'll be people who do have like different experiences from me um with the new zealand and stuff but yeah and now i'm older i'm like i don't i'm okay i get i feel like i'm just get scared really easily of like jump scares and that kind of thing so i'm not super keen to go to a haunted house like there's a, this place called Spookers, um, which is really well known. And then there's also, I think it's called Fear Factory. Um, there's another haunted house. And there's one in Queenstown, which is down in the South Island. And then they opened one in Wellington. When I lived in Wellington, I remember some of my friends went when it opened. And she, I remember her saying, like, it was just so scary. And there's all these photos of them screaming and stuff and then I was down in Queenstown with one of my really good friends um just before we went to uni we went on like a little trip in the South Island and we were in Queenstown and we were like looking for things to do and you know googling on like TripAdvisor and everything and everyone was like saying um go to the fear factory go to the fear factory and both of us were <laughs> too scared to go like I want to go and have the experience but I also don't because I think I would I feel like I would actually have a heart attack. Um, oh, even the thought of it makes me like shiver a little bit. Um, so yeah, I, the thing is, I do love ghost stories, and like, I went on this—I don't know where it was, but somewhere in New Zealand. There's like an old abandoned prison, and they've turned it into like I guess a tourist slash historic attraction, and you can go and um, they have these different like audio tours you can listen to so I think it's like a historical one a ghost one or like a funny one or something I don't know but I remember I went with my family and my parents chose the historical one and me and my siblings chose the ghost one and I kid you not we all were walking around like we'd if we'd listen to the same part at the same time we'd be like looking at each other like oh my god because you had your own set of headphones that was so super cool though like I thought that was really interesting, the ghost stuff. Um, but yeah, the gruesome things, like, I'm just not a fan of. So, 
yeah, I guess Halloween, like, I don't know, I'm, I could go without it, you know, but it's not doing me any harm, so enjoy your Halloween, everyone. Um, if we went on lockdown, I would love to go to a Halloween party, actually. I do think the dressing up would be quite fun, but yeah, anyway, um, so that was number one of my crowd. Number two, what did I say? Oh, skincare, that's right. Um, so the reason this came up was because yesterday I got a whole bunch of new skincare. It was like a bit of a haul and I, for all my friends who know, I am really into skincare. Like it's something I spend like probably the biggest proportion of my money on goes to skincare and that sounds like awful. Um, but, or food and skincare definitely. I mean, obviously food like is a necessity, but I do like nice food. Um, and, but yeah, I'd say after that, skincare is definitely very close second. And I just, okay, I think it's mainly because I'm not a huge makeup person. So if I can just do like the bare minimum of makeup and like, you know, having to, not that we're covering things up, but like accentuating features, I'd rather just like have a really good base of like, you know, healthy hydrated even skin um so then it's like easier and quicker to do makeup if that makes sense and also I used to have really bad acne I probably will do an episode on this actually because I feel like the whole journey is quite interesting and I always like hearing other people's experiences talking about their acne or skincare things um but yeah like my skin was like pretty fine throughout high school and stuff and then the end of last year probably like October yeah probably about a year ago actually I started to get quite bad acne um and I tried a bunch of things like I went to the doctor for it after like three months of me just really trying to strip back my skincare and being really good about you know changing my towels and my pillowcases and not touching my face and you know all those things drinking lots of water blah blah um, I drink so much water, as my friends all know. I like literally can't go anywhere without a water bottle. But it just wasn't getting better, so I went to the GP. She gave me a bunch of like topical things, as well as um, a contraceptive. She put me on a contraceptive because they can obviously hormonal-based things also affect your skin. Um, was on that for probably six weeks. Like it was a combination of I think two topical treatments and. No, sorry, one topical, an antibiotic, and this contraceptive wasn't working, um, so I stopped that, and then went on Accutane, or in New Zealand they call it Orotane, it's like the brand name, but the drug's the same, and honestly, it worked wonders. Like, I came off it probably two months ago, um, but it cleared up my acne so well, I, obviously, you know, there's the side effects of, like, dryness, like, my eyes got dry at the start, my lips were really dry my nose is a little bit dry but after that like it kind of just like my skin got used to it and it worked really well and since being off it I've had maybe two singular pimples that have been like super tiny really easy to like get under control but yeah anyway so I think even before that I just got really interested in skincare and like taking good care of my skin but now that I'm I've had the whole acne thing I'm like even more interested in it um, so yeah, I bought a whole bunch of new products, um, I, including, like, 
the cult favorite, the Biore UV sunblock, which I know a lot of people like it's their ride or die. So I'm really excited to see how that all goes. Um, sorry, this is literally just me rambling about what I think about skincare, but I think if you are just getting into it, the basics in the morning, cleanse, moisturize, and sunblock or some form of good SPF, please. That's like the bare minimum. And then in the evening, again, like cleanse, moisturize. You can maybe use a slightly thicker one and that's literally it. Like you just need to start super simple and sometimes actually stripping back will help for you to actually realize like what your skin needs or doesn't need and that kind of stuff because too many things especially quite harsh products like retinoids and AHAs or BHAs which are exfoliants um, can be, do more damage than good if they're not if your skin's not used to them or you go in too hard and too fast kind of thing um yeah i am definitely not an expert in skincare obviously there's a really really good page on instagram run by a fellow new zealander so i love it even more called shit skin chat that's just like all one word um i'll try to remember to pop it in the show notes she is amazing she has such a good like literally a no bullshit approach um she has what she calls east meets west so she uses a lot of primarily japanese and korean skincare products but also western products and that's definitely influenced my skincare routine i think like all but one of my products are japanese or korean at the moment um and i was actually talking with a friend about this earlier we were saying there's so much difference in the quality you get for the same price between Eastern and like Western beauty, I mean skincare products. Like you'll pay maybe $25 for a Korean skincare cleanser that would cost like upwards of 60 and if it was a Western brand, which I think is super interesting. Um, and maybe it goes to show there's like the different attitudes towards skincare, like it's maybe in the East it's viewed more as like a basic health need, quite necessity, so you know, when there's, what's that, like, you know, some economic thing where, like, that drives the price down, because there's a lot of it available, that kind of thing, because they know it will be bought, whereas in the West, maybe it's viewed as more of, like, a f um, exclusive or niche thing that not everyone does, but our skin is our biggest organ, so we've got to take care of it, you know, um, but yeah, so that was a, sorry, there's a whole ramble. If there's nothing else you get out of it, please wear sunblock every day and take off your makeup before you go to sleep. Those will probably do a lot for you. Um, but yeah, definitely check out Shit Skin Chat and considering I could talk about skincare just then for like easily upwards of what, five minutes, I'm sure I will do a whole episode about it in the future. But anyway, moving on, um, number three, this is also quite topical, but I have realized, like, I don't know how to relax. Like, that sounds really stupid, but um, I really struggle when I don't have set things to do or, like, things I have to do almost to the point where, like, I literally have this little list of things I want to do. Well, it's actually quite long over this holidays. So if I'm feeling lost, I can like turn to it and be like, oh, that's right. Okay, no, no. You're like, I can, I don't know. I want to do, I want to learn how to crochet or 
do some baking like um i wanted to learn how to do a hands a headstand i could do it like quarantine last year so i would love to be able to do that again um but yeah like i just i'm not comfortable with the idea of sitting and doing nothing and i don't know why because it's not that i care if other people see me doing nothing it's like i genuinely feel um like uncomfortable and oh it's just a horrible feeling like i want to always have some sort of structure and schedule in my day so like yesterday when i was thinking about what i was going to do today i've got plans with a friend this afternoon but I was like, okay, yeah, I can do my podcast in the morning and I want to go and clean my car. So I'll do that. Like, and that made me feel instantly so much better. And it's really, I don't know why, like, I don't know where this comes from, whether it's like anxiety related, like I need to always have or feel that I've got some sort of control almost, or yeah, I'm not sure quite what the deal is. Um, I just thought it was really re- interesting and obviously I know we need to relax to be able to like have our cup full as they say and actually you know do work and not burn out um but it's almost like I have to be productively relaxing which sounds really stupid but so anyway that's something I'm probably gonna try and work on a bit over the summer um just being okay with the idea of you know lying in bed for like an extra hour or sitting in the sun for a bit or just pottering around as they say um but at the same time I guess it's good because it's I do have this time to do all the hobbies I wanted to now so yeah watch the space to see if I actually start crocheting um So yeah, anyway, um, before I go on for too long, I think I should wrap things up. Thank you for listening to Three's a Crowd, a new feature, is that that? I don't know, even know if, what the word is, series, I guess. Um, I probably will try to do one of these like every month or so, um, yeah, just sporadically, whenever I am struck by the inspiration of three things I want to talk about. But yeah, anyway, thank you guys for listening if you've made it to the end. As always, you can find me on Instagram at table for one the pod. I'll pop that in the show notes as well. And yeah, thank you so much. Bye.